Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are visiting with Chris Pence. Chris is the Crow Wing County Environmental Services Manager and here today to kind of talk about the uh, comprehensive plan. And Chris, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. That's good to be back. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. So uh, for our listeners, let's start at the basics. What the heck is the compre- comprehensive plan? Well, the comprehensive plan really is a large, um, high-level plan that's developed to really help uh, the county figure out where does it want to grow and as far as you know, land use and development to, to give us a plan going forward so that uh, you know, we're not just going at it blindly. It's, it's, it's more, of that, more of an intentional plan to go to try to plan where we want to be in, in uh, say, by 2040. Okay. And when you say we, you are looking to the county residents for uh, their opinion and their Absolutely. input. Absolutely. They're a big part of this process. We're mm-hmm. looking for input and trying to get the feedback from some folks saying, what's going well? Maybe what isn't going well? Mm-hmm. What are some concerns or thoughts that they want to think we should focus on over the next, you know, up until 2040? Is there a comprehensive plan in place now that's been there a while and now yeah. we're updating? Is that what's Absolutely, yep. Yeah. The, the, uh, the last comprehensive plan was updated in 2003, so it was a 20-year plan, and so mm-hmm. obviously it expires you know, at the end of this year. And so um, we've been working on getting that, the new draft and the new process to go through to get that plan, so we'll have one ready to go by the end of, uh, end of summer, we're hoping by 2024. Okay. Uh, what kind of input are you looking from from the public? Some of the things that we're talking about when we look at a comprehensive plan is how do we shape our land use patterns, the road network, where does our infrastructure of those look like. Um, a big part of it is just conserving our natural resources. We're blessed in Crowing County with, uh, with a lot of lakes, um, plentiful groundwater, uh, you know, trees and forests. We want to conserve those natural resources while we're doing the development so that we're not uh, you know, causing you know, the reason why people come here. I mean, we, we say at Crowing County that we're Minnesota's favorite place, mm-hmm. and that's because of those natural resources because of those lakes, the forests. And so we want to make sure that we protect and conserve those, but also have a plan for how do we, you know, um, people are coming here in droves. People like Crowing County, and we're seeing a lot more um, folks moving to the area. And so how do we uh, manage that development well so that we can still, you know, have that development that, that uh, is good for the county uh, as, and as it grows, but also conserve the resources that we're concerned about, our, you know, lakes and trees. Yeah. And I find it interesting because Crowing P- County, when I drive through it on the southern edge, that seems to be more ag. And boy, the northern end is more woods and lakes, isn't it? Absolutely. I think we have one of the more interesting counties in the state. If you just look at the, the ecological types that we've got from forestry to lakes, you know, we have a lot of lot of variety. And you'll see that coming out as we develop our plan this time. We're going to be a little more specific as we look at those different ecotypes in the county because not every – the goals that are happening down in the south part of the county with our, with our uh, you know, farmers and producers, a little bit – It'll be a little different than what's maybe up with the whitefish chain up by Cross Lake, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're not the same. And so we're going to be, I think, much more specific on addressing um, ways that those areas for, you know, for their growth and, and planning how they would, you know, move forward. Yeah. This is also important for businesses and uh, those that would like to start a business or start a factory or something like that in Crow Wing County. No they question. need to know this plan, too, don't they? They absolutely do, because when we look at, you know, from a land use regulation standpoint of, you know, permit and all the different activities one of the one of the main things we look at is is this in harmony with the comprehensive plan and so uh, that's a the comprehensive plan is the driving factor for our land use because the land use is meant to implement the comprehensive plan to the extent that it can possible so if mm-hmm. you know somebody were to come in and want to have some sort of a business that just wasn't in line with the comprehensive plan um, 
it, it may not be you know allowed as that use because of how we're trying to develop Crowing County. So hmm. the people do need to be familiar with it and, and how it could impact them. All right. So you want to hear from the people. How do we let you know what we think? <laughs> well, the best way to do it is to go to the county website. If you go to crowwing.gov, uh, right when you hit on the main page there, there's a link. And you can. Uh, we have a couple different options. One is that we just have a survey that you can, just an online survey. You can go in and just type it. You can answer questions and, and just give us some feedback. We also have a, another opportunity called Input ID, and that's more of a map-based. So let's say I've got concerns about this bridge on County Road 23, you can go in and put a point in there and you can put some information in or, oh, wow. or I live, you know, I'm between, you know, I'm in Ross Lake Township and we don't have, you know, the, you know, the Wi-Fi up here, you know, broadband is, is poor. They could put them, you know, you put a, um, you know, a dot on that with a comment and say, oh, okay, so we maybe think about is that an area that we want to help expand broadband to those areas. So, you know, so the comments can be, you know, generic and, you know, we, we, you know, we want to, keep our lakes clean and our trees growing to I've got concerns about this specific spot within the county and, and so far we're really pretty pretty happy we've got uh, 200 comments on the general survey so far and 50 comments using the input ID with us with the map and so um, folks can have either opportunity they can use both if they want to um, we're just looking to get as much feedback as we can to help you know um, you know kind of frame it up a little bit for the commissioners because they're the ones that will ultimately be approving the plan to give them input. What are their constituents thinking and, and what are some of the concerns? And I think that helps frame up the discussion quite a bit. And Chris, if our listeners don't have access to getting onto that website, is there another way that they can give their input? Absolutely. They can come to the Crowing uh, Land Service Department and we can provide that information in paper that they can fill out. Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Nice. Uh, it strikes me as interesting as you talk about 20-year plans. In 2003, you probably weren't uh, talking much about broadband <laughs> and 20 years later it's a big deal because there's a lot of people that now can work from anywhere and that broadband is important isn't it, it really is and so I, I think if you look at that that 03 plan um it, it has some things that were very valuable in it, but it, it definitely has shown its age as far as where we're at, you know, 20 years ago and we're at today. And, and just with the, the, the big change since COVID came in place, to be honest, I mean, yeah. that really changed a lot for us. And we're we're seeing, I mean, we had the biggest spike in permits from, from COVID um, that we've ever had in Crow Wing County, which you would kind of be think it wouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. But we had a lot of, so there were a lot of a lot of people coming into the county that were, you know, um, interested in, in being up here and with the availability of broadband, you know, a lot of people are working from home. And, and so, you know, what does that look like going forward? And what are the other areas in the, in the county? Are we able to expand that? You know, and you have to look at it from a financial standpoint and just, you know, um, a feasibility. Is it, is it possible to even run to have broadband in the more rural areas of the county? So that's what this plan will help us kind of figure out and discuss a little bit. Yeah. Now, how much does the plan cover uh, transportation? Because I think of here alone in Crow Wing County, we have county roads, but then you have state roads as well. So how, you know, when it comes to the traffic flow and so on? Uh, Absolutely. Traffic is a big component of the comprehensive plan. And what that really helps us do when we get when we get uh, in the plan, you, you'll be able to have areas of focus. You know, over the next, you know, between now and 2040, the, you know, we want to focus on these roads and need to improve in that. What that does is it provides that information when you go to apply for grants through either the state or the federal government. If you've got it in your comp plan, that really helps solidify that grant requesting. Uh, uh, this is not just something we thought about yesterday, but this is the overall grand plan for the county, and that's why we need the funds to do these upgrades to, you know, some of these different roads and that. So it's it's a it's a way to really help us get um, some grant funds, and it also is a way to 
help us, you know, understand development. And so where, where do we want, you know, because especially like take, for example, the unorganized territory or first assessment district. Yes. The, the county is the town board in that. And so the county maintains all those roads. And so we're going to have a special chapter just about first assessment and what do we want roads to look like in, up in that district and trying to get more connectedness because right now we have a lot of roads in first assessment that go up and they dead into a cul-de-sac yeah ideally what you want is roads that connect and and that so you don't mm-hmm. have just these you know these dead-end roads so it's going to be a discussion about what the road system looks like in in mm-hmm. the first assessment district also very interesting and when you talk roads of course then uh, especially with growth sewer uh, water there's all kinds that part of this too absolutely you know and so it's it's a kind of an interesting scenario because the cities have their own comprehensive planning right. process and right. the counties have has the county has theirs and so it's not like we're it's not a mutually exclusive process and so there will, we've 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 actually reached out to the count, uh, to the cities and asked them to give their feedback provide us some mm-hmm. what are some of the concern issues that they have within their cities so that we can you know formulate that because there are you know there might be opportunities to um, you know see an extension of city sewer out to some of the areas outside the boundary and you know are there areas the cities think that they might want to grow, you know, into it, like the annexation idea. There are areas like that. And so we, we take all that into account. Um, from a more township perspective, you know, what we're really looking at is there, Crown County has got a legacy um, of development from back in the 20s. And so we have a lot of lots that are 50-foot wide lots. And as wow. they get redeveloped, um, you know, you don't have a lot of room. To, to maybe have a septic. So trying to identify those areas where might we want to get everybody together, grouped up, and try to find land where we could put a more of a common septic system or, you know, wastewater treatment plant for that group of homes mm-hmm. because they're just running out of space on their own lots to be able to do it. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's those types of thoughts that we're having. Because um, one thing I think people, a fact I think people might find interesting is that crowing has the second highest number of septic systems in the ground in the state of Minnesota. Just we're only behind St. Louis County. We've got about 32,000 septics in the ground really townships and cities yep. wow and so oh my that's, gosh that's kind of a big deal for us because mm-hmm. uh when you look at um we're also very sandy and so yeah. right so we need to make sure that we're treating our wastewater properly because we have a great uh, groundwater resource in the mm-hmm. county and we want to make sure we protect that yeah. and so mm-hmm. um and i think the, the nice part is that we've been really tracking for the last you know 18 years um what we look as far as um compliance with our septic systems and we're sure. seeing 90 plus um you know um, compliance rates compliance, yeah. right yeah. Yeah. and those other ones we work through and, and working on upgrades every year to replace you know those outdated systems and, and upgrade those um and so then that's that's a much higher percentage that you'd see across the state the state's probably closer to a probably an 80 percent um, compliance rate across other parts of the state where the county's been very active and proactive in trying to you know work with folks to get their septic upgraded so yeah and that's a good thing with all the beautiful lakes don't absolutely wanna, don't want to ruin those uh how long do people have to comment? Because uh, you must take comments to a certain time, then on to the next phase and the next. Uh, walk us through the phases, if you will. Yeah, so right now we're in phase one, like you said, which is just taking those comments. We're hoping to get uh, people can provide us those comments into December. So we're about a month left that they, you know, maybe a month, month and a half to do that. Uh, once that is, uh, once that timeline is completed, we're going to synthesize the data. You know, we'll meet with the county board, we'll meet with the planning commission, kind of get their feedback and give us some ideas. And then um, at that point, we'll begin working on the plan as far as identifying issues and concerns and goals and an implementation plan. And so just because you commented today or maybe you missed the, the comment period, you didn't get a chance to get something in, 
that's not the last chance. You'll always be the second bite of that apple. So people, okay. there will be a comment period once we get a draft in place. Uh, probably, you know, late spring, early summer, we'll have a comment period and meetings where people can come in and provide feedback and mm-hmm. let us know how it's going. Um, and then, like I said, the, our, the goal is to have a, a final plan approval, you know, late summer. Okay. I didn't ask, but is a is a comprehensive plan required by the state, or is it just good management? A comprehensive plan is required if you're going to have regulatory. So if you're going to if you're uh, going to have local controls, you have to have a comp plan because the comp plan is what guides your regulatory scheme that you have. Got it. And so you do. It doesn't say how often you have to update it or any of those sorts of things, but it just says you have to have a comprehensive plan. And I, and I think what I would advise folks to think about is that you know we we do ordinance revisions and, you know, updating those. And, and nobody ever really gets concerned about that when we're doing the updates and putting out comment period until it affects them personally. personally yes. and, and, you know, so the oftentimes our conversation is, oh, you know, we, we updated this ordinance three years ago and we're looking for feedback, but now it's approved, it's official, and we have to implement it. So I would encourage people to read and get involved in this because, um, you know, you don't want to come on the backside and say, well, how did that ever happen? Or why did that happen? Mm-hmm. Be on the front end, be proactive, you know, come work with the county on this so that we can get a plan that meets the needs of, you know, of everybody within the county as much as possible. I mean, right. we can't make everything perfect, but the more feedback and interaction we have from people, I think we'll have a much better rounded, you know, much more vibrant plan. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, uh, website, crowing.gov. Crowing.gov. Go there, look for that comprehensive plan, and make some comments. And like you said, there's a pretty neat way to drop that pin and, and specify where you're looking at. And they can also call us at the office at 218-824-1010, and they can ask for Chris, ask for me, and I'll be able to help them. You know, if they can't get on the website, we'll be able to find a way to get some some paper surveys that they can take it that way too. Yeah, and down the line, will there be an actual public meeting where people can come and comment and talk? Yeah, yeah, we had a, we had a public kickoff meeting back uh, the spring, um, and we where we met with townships, and then we had another kickoff meeting um, probably in June. Um, so we we have had some public meetings. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where it's it's hard to get people to come to a meeting when it's mm-hmm. beautiful weather outside and it's sunny, mm-hmm. and and so we understand that, but we just really are asking people to um, just kind of watch the paper. We're going to put high, you know, news uh, press releases out there to keep people posted. We just really want engaged, uh, in, engaged folks to give us some feedback so that we're heading in the right direction. Sounds okay. Good. Speaking of press releases, just got one recently here talking about the winter hours now at the landfill, and so we want to make people aware of that. We do. Yeah, winter hours uh, went into effect today, and mm-hmm. so during the summer months, we are open. You know, Monday through Saturday, you know, eight to five, where people can drop off their you know garbage and recycling and you know household hazardous waste, electronics. That is now down Monday through Friday, um, eight to five, and so we encourage folks to go out and do that. I do want to highlight uh, that we just. Uh, recently uh, finished building the recycling center at the county, which is a one-stop drop. Really makes it easy for folks to, it's a drive-through, you, you pull through, we have staff here to help you unload your car, you can bring your paint, your your plastic and paper recyclables, you can bring a TV to get rid of. It's one-stop, makes it really simple, really nice. easy, and it's uh, it's a really been a great addition to the county, and I think um, folks will be pretty pretty impressed when they see that. So. Mm-hmm. Went there recently for the first time, dumping oil in the big oil thing. That was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Back there and see that, but but, uh, that's where we should be taking. That's yes, it is. No question about it. Other options were not an option. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Right. No question. 
Well, Chris, we're out of time, but I want to say thank you for being here to talk about the comprehensive plan, and we'll look forward to people making comments, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again real soon about the plan as it progresses along. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Chris Pence, uh, our guest today, is the Crow Wing County Environmental Services Manager. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you can listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.